I V M. Hello and welcome back to Getting Meta. This is the second bonus episode that I have for you. And if you heard last week, you know what's going to come. This is part two of my interview with Ashton Doctor on his excellent Habit Coach podcast, the Habit Coach podcast, I should say. Before we get into it, um, just want to reiterate again, in a couple of weeks from now, I'll be starting a new segment on the show called Ask Meta, which is you know, a segment where I try to answer your questions. So ask me anything you want to know about careers, productivity. Um, yeah, absolutely anything at all. And a great place to start would just be to mail me chuck at chuck of all trades dot in. That's my email ID also in the show notes of this episode. And um, I'll try to answer as many questions as I can. Um, and honestly, it will still depend on what the question, etc. is. Uh, but let's start that conversation on email and um indulge me in this little experiment and maybe later I'll have a more structured idea of what kind of questions to take up and all that. Uh, but I know some of you have been wanting to ask me questions and this I thought would be an interesting way of keeping the show alive till I come out of the next set of interviews sometime next week, uh, sometime next year rather. So Chuck at chuckofaltrace.in, mail me and we'll take it ahead from there. I might ask you for a voice note if you're comfortable with that. And uh, yeah, let's see how that turns out. For now, my second uh, episode with Ashton Doctor. This is five learnings that I've taken away from these uh, from these interviews that I've done. And I hope you enjoyed this sort of like acts as a bullet point wrap up to the entire series in some way. So take it away. And today is the second episode with uh, Deepak Gopalakrishnan, also known as Chuck. And we had a fantastic episode in the, the first time around where we were discussing about his uh, guests and the kind of thought processes that they have and the way that they think. And I think that was a very interesting discussion. Make sure you listen to that episode before you listen to this one so that there is some continuation and you understand where we are at because this is part two of that first episode, which is part one. So we got understanding and picking up lots of dots, which dots, is the first yeah. one. The second yeah. one is just start. Just start. Right? And you yeah. notice this across the board with uh, yes. with the people that you've interviewed. Pretty much. Right. Yeah. What else is a, a, a meta th thought process or habit that everyone has? Yeah. Okay. So I'm trying to... Okay. So here's one which I think might be the most useful for many people. And in some sense, it is the most basic as well. Um, I think everyone's success or uh, definition of success varies. Mm. Right. Uh, I think also the problem with a lot of pop advice that mm. uh, comes up is very contextual to one person in one particular industry or one particular set of circumstances, etc. And it's not necessarily easy to transpose that to somebody else. Right. For example, if you go on to Medium, you'll find lots of articles like how I made $100,000 in uh, by writing in four weeks and all that. And it's good, it's well-meaning advice, but there are lots of factors that led to, you know, that person being in a position to have passive income, etc., etc., which may, you know, somebody who is hustling out of college might not have the luxury to uh, a luxury to do so i think one thing that all my interviewees were clear on or rather it became clear to them eventually um, was that everybody's definition of success varies right for me what is success what 
is success for me or what brings me happiness might be very different from somebody else and that's okay it is okay to have goals for happiness that is different from somebody else for example and this is a life changing moment in my life asin when i was you know your typical uh, whatever 28 30 year old hustling and trying to get to a point where you know uh, going up the ladder as much as possible constantly paranoid about whether my other batchmates are making more or less than me you know all those typical things that happen to a paranoid b schooler and i remember reading in one article somewhere about some young uh, prodigy who got promoted to a very senior role in flipkart or something and my visceral gut reaction was what a poor sod he's going to have so his happiness jacked up so just that reaction which was more pity than congratulations uh, just made me realize that okay it's very clear than what my career path is it's not really about uh, making a lot of money and i think that was an important moment for me when i realized hey i don't need to chase money because okay if i'm making 1.5 while somebody else is earning two fair enough yeah because i've got other things going for me which they don't and i think that was important it built up over a period of time and when i started freelancing it was very very important for me uh, and today i work like for example for me the most important thing i realized was uh, to have complete control over my time i need to choose what i work on who i work with uh, and you know that's what has worked out uh, fairly well and i think that brings me happiness more than anything else i know i could possibly double my income by slogging more but that's not what i i mean to avoid that is what i got into this sort of uh, you know so that i can have a background with weird things like you commented and do interviews with you and things like that because that's what genuinely brings me joy rather than having an extra zero in my bank balance although that wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing by itself but i think that's the thing i think everybody needs to sort of figure out what their own sort of goals are what their own definition of happiness is and it's completely okay not to have an answer for it like many of these things are wip like your goals might be something as 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 frivolous sounding as in 5 years i need to go on a expensive vacation to to the bahamas whatever like that's okay it's still some sort of a goal right uh, then you can start working towards it um our question ask yourself what matters most for you because then that will determine everything else you do and give purpose to everything that you do and in the course of my interviews you obviously had some people who wanted to become famous you had some people who wanted to become the fittest version of themselves some people who were motivated by wanting to create content some people who were just curious and in the course of all their content creation they felt happiness by just creating content and satisfying their own curiosity utsav's postcards from nowhere is a perfect example of that uh so i think anyone who's listening to this no matter which stage you are in especially if you are you know just starting out your career and if you are i mean let's face it graduation most of us get into without too much of a thought and then it's only after that that we really start building our careers and then anyone who's stuck in the typical 28 to 32 33 year old was <laughs> early midlife crisis sort of thing ask us for like what do i like what what really gives me happiness like amit put it beautifully actually he says uh, he asked for you forget everything that's happening right now what is your ideal day look like not your ideal life but what is your ideal day look like your day to day your average day right what is the happiest version what is the best version of your life you think you would like to be it's not about the vacation it's not about the fancy cars because those are all flash in the pants but what is your everyday look like then start working your backwards what's stopping me from getting there right now a lot of your problems uh, get you know uh, get solved when you start thinking about things that way so yeah i think um, to sum that little bit up i know <laughs> rambled a little bit um, which is 
try to figure out what your own goals are and what your own definition of happiness is it's not something that will come very quickly but uh uh yeah it's something that you might just need to disconnect from life once in a while this is slightly related to something else i wanted to say so i'm going to call this a sub habit itself uh which is if you're going right, to go into a different direction i want to just talk a yeah, little bit please, about please. what you're talking about yeah. before we jump into that yeah, part yeah, and i think there are two three things that really stuck out to me yeah. the first one is understanding that there is a difference between goal and purpose you know yeah. right yeah. now the word purpose has been thrown around so much that mm. again like we were saying in dms in instagram ashdin i am 23 and i don't know my purpose dhakkan you're not supposed to know your purpose at 23 right the idea of purpose is something that has become such a uh, you know buzzword but understand that you don't necessarily need to have a purpose at that point but do you at 100%. least have a goal yeah you know that goal is important forget yeah. about the purpose the goal is important because the way that i like to think about success and a definition that i found very very useful was a continuous movement towards a worthy goal is Wonderful. success Right? so if you're yeah. seeing progress you're being successful yeah. it's not the fact that you've reached the goal yeah. if you're at least moving towards that goal you start feeling successful yes absolutely and we want to feel successful every day we don't want to feel yeah. successful only once we reach that goal yeah correct so that's why having a goal is so important because it gives you that sense of momentum in your life so you don't feel that you're stagnant yeah. purpose aa jayega in any yeah. case we will go through probably three career changes in our life where we you know one that we start off with because mummy daddy told us that this is yeah. what we need to study then one that we suddenly realizing acha isme zyada fun hai and then yeah. one we probably do from a society's point of view yeah as in for people for uh, people yeah for people not society matlab log kya kahenge but like more uh, for people kind of yeah. career and that's the way in which we're going to go maybe somewhere along the line you'll find your purpose yeah. so that that distinction i loved which is goal and purpose so yeah. important well said uh, and over here i'll just add actually it fits in beautifully over here now and um i'll tell you the genesis of this so when i was speaking to rohan he was telling me about you know the uh, and when i say rohan i mean mojo rojo the comedian who was a part of aib he was talking about that frantic period where they went from underground heroes to mainstream success in the span of like 5 6 months right I means suddenly we're getting millions of views and things that you know you're never used to uh, you know just sudden overnight success um and he and, and and then it was frantic after that right for the next 5 6 years it was just a constant series of putting out content directing stuff this thing that thing all that and obviously all of that had its um, you know while the numbers and the public and all that was great i mean the public facing stuff was all great took a great toll on him and when everything that happened happened uh, and of course i mean towards the end of aib it allowed him for the first time in so many years to step away from the madness step away from the party and put his own career in perspective and that helped guide a lot of what he wanted what he ended up doing post that so many people might complain hey rohan you're not making as much content as you used to do before but that's a conscious decision that he's made not out of lethargy but that's the way he wants to lead his life and anyone who follows him on instagram knows that he's living a life that he is enjoying himself he may not be putting out as much content anymore but that's a conscious choice that he's made good for him i say if you are you know if if you're putting out stuff that only you want to uh, consciously then uh, you know that's uh, um i think that's great so the point i wanted to make over here was try to get that sense of perspective whenever wherever you can with respect to your career with respect to your job 
with respect to your relationship anything it's not an easy thing to do because it takes time sometimes you might need to step out for a couple of days a couple of weeks whatever it is and today unfortunately and these days when we go on vacations those end up being as stressful because you're trying to pack in as much as possible and doesn't really give you that time to reflect etc take a weekend take a couple of hours just think put your uh, put the damn phone away take a pen and paper and just you know make a few notes think about what you want to be and all that i think spending that amount of time spending those couple of hours on your career on yourself you know just dissociating from the everyday uh, i think has helped me a lot has helped me immensely a lot and it's, it's kind of similar to what you were talking about with tim ferris and that relationship exercise that doing is exactly that right getting away from the everyday and just looking at things neutrally in perspective with the aim of improving things of course uh so i thought that was very very powerful i think it's an addendum to what we were just talking about yeah correct um like for example in fact we just finished the series on the habit coach podcast mm-hmm. which is all about the trekking that i do yeah. so i just finished the trek and in the in leh ladakh and i came back and the reason why i go on these treks is because it gives you 10 days without your phone yeah it gives you 10 days with your thoughts and you can allow your brain to marinate all the dots that it's picked up yeah. in in these mad 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 months yeah. and hectic days and just allow it to settle yeah. and then what happens is insane ideas come out at the end of it like from the end of this particular uh, trip an insane perspective has come out which scared the crap out of me but it's something that i'm going to do yeah. and it's going to completely change the way that i do either business work or whatever that i'm doing in this format it's given me a completely different goal to chase after lovely and i'm very very excited about it so slowly slowly it's going to start yeah, rolling absolutely. out by the way just a personal recommendation for you ashton uh, hmm. check out the episode i did with mohan krishnamurthy i think it's the fourth of the series he also had a life changing moment and he i know him has uh, Uh, a very very avid trekker and i did my first himalayan trek along with him a few years back so i think you nice. will love that because so much of what you're saying that perspective seeing uh, that there is something about seeing that majesty of nature in uh, in that scale for the first time and he how moved he was by it and all that i think you'll really resonate with that i'd love that which trek did you do uh which trek did i do hmm? uh in the himalayas that was rupkund and pangarchula nice yeah, although i couldn't finish the rope and trek because i got an eye infection oh yo but this is that's but i guess those are just stories but, but apart from that i've done a lot of uh, uh, the uh, the usual maharashtrian uh, treks over nice. here sayadri stuff like that. that yeah yeah sayadri is absolute uh, sayadri says where the heart is uh, i mean uh, <laughs> for me it's sayadri is over himalayas i guess maybe because it's just uh, closer to home so yeah, yeah the nepal himalayas are completely different body yeah. altogether completely different vibe yeah, let's let's i think we should not talk about travel right now. Now, because if we go down that rabbit hole, it's just going to make us uh, a little sad. Yeah, right now, I just and everyone is tired of hearing about trekking from the previous week. So I think we should continue. <laughs> yeah, right Lovely. now I'd be happy if I can just get to Santa Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, super. Let's go on. Yeah, let's go on. Go for it. Oh yes. Oh yeah. I forgot. I I that, forgot. I'm the one who has to say these things. Um, you aren't the host today. Yo. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. So um, let's see. What else do I have? Because uh, because I've written down seven things uh, actually, but so some of these have got covered with each other. So I'm just trying to see whether uh, turn into Bhilpuri. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm just seeing if there's something else I can um, actually add over here. I in fact try and even recall something else. uh from some uh, from somewhere else. okay so let me t- uh, so okay so this actually might be the thing that's closest to the habit of uh, 
the habit of habit coach uh, a fame which is build rituals but build them build rituals that work for you is important i think it's also a, a natural derivation of figuring out what your own personal goals are and you know building your own life in the way that works for you etc um build rituals that work for you in the sense everybody operates completely differently some of us for example like to exercise in the morning some of us don't like to exercise at all some of us like to exercise in the evening i think it's important to figure out where you fall in this continuum and operate well accordingly like in that interview that you did with kunal you spoke about i think what is the beautiful phrase that you use keystone habit is that the mm. phrase that you use yeah which mm. i thought was lovely because it sets the tone for so much else in some sense what that means is when you do your exercise early in the day not just have you got exercise but you also got something more out of it right so in that sense you have derived something more more than some of its parts those kind of things so i think life for me is a constant you know trying to figure out what are keystone habits like this what are the one what is one thing i can do whose outcome is actually two if that sort of makes sense and i'll tell you how i have done this um or at least how i think i am doing it um i uh, so like i said i work in the field of marketing mostly marketing and content a little bit uh, and last year i did a like a little experiment and i like put out a digital marketing course uh, i thought like there would be 10 people who signed up who would sign up for it turns out that a lot more people than 10 were interested in it. and i'm currently running the fourth batch wow. um, yeah i mean it's just one of the things that just uh, but, but then once you when you go from an expected 10 to suddenly you're having like a batch of 150 so everything changes right now you're not doing it for a bunch of friends which is genuinely what who i thought would sign up for this but now to complete strangers and your accountability level is now completely different so and i need a new use... zoom account as well yeah yeah i mean yeah <laughs> your premium zoom account <laughs> yeah that's when you know you made it you have a premium <laughs> zoom account of your own absolutely and you know as a result of that i realized that okay um now this clearly has a lot of potential for being a keystone habit of course i didn't call it by that phrase then i heard that only on your show much much later but i realized okay if i'm putting so much effort into researching for this putting slides together etc for this very easily i can extend this to a few other things one of the small experiments i started in parallel with that is i had this idea that i wanted to uh, offer value if i may use that <laughs> marketing term i want to offer extra value to my students by saying hey listen you sign up for this course but for life i am going to send you one case study one marketing case study every week right mm-hmm. it's my way of keeping in touch with students it's my way of also forcing myself to be updated with what's happening in the industry see this is work i had to do in any case now if i force myself and i and i and i'm pretty sure a lot of your guests have said this uh, at some point which is a great way to do something is just by committing publicly to it right oh, right so this forced me to do that so Uh, you know with one bird i was killing off multiple stones no wait this my analogy went completely wrong over there but what full you, ulta happened full ulta full ulta happened but uh, but uh, you get what i'm saying mm. so that that uh, that small experiment that little newsletter that i wanted to do exclusively for my students one of the non students said i don't want to sign up for your course because i know pretty i know digital pretty well but i'm willing to pay for just that newsletter will you do that for me i said oh okay that, i never thought of it that way and now that became a newsletter of its own which became its own revenue stream it doesn't make me that much money but it's still an interesting project to put out and the fact that i charge a small amount of money 300 bucks a year i don't think is too much uh 
again, uh, forces me to be accountable. And what ends up happening, this has now become a nice, happy ecosystem. It's interesting that we are recording this today, Ashton, because just today, I started an offshoot of the courses, which is custom workshops for a couple of companies. So that one small experiment I started and just trying a few things on the side is led to a newsletter is led to workshops It's led to some of many of my students actually ending up becoming clients of my own. It's great that the digital marketing course has become its own lead gen platform for me later. And all of this is like, okay, I put this, my research for all of this is the same, right? The research that I'm doing for all of this. So in some, in some way, this is a big, this whole thing has become a huge keystone uh, habit by itself because now I have to block off X amount of time every week in order to research for not just one, but now all of these things. So that's the way I'm trying to do things right now where I can, I, I read a lot. I, uh, I end up, uh, I, and I, that, again, that's not a boast. I'm just a, a compulsive news and article and newsletter reader and stuff like that. So for me, the thing is, see this, I want to do out of pleasure anyway. How can I monetize this? That is what I want to know. I am, I will happily sit and read Wired and Fast Company for pleasure. Now, if I can distill some of that down into original content that somebody is going to pay me for, then I have monetized my hobby. That is the way I'm thinking about this whole thing. So for me, life is completely, you know, become around now, how do I turn these little things that I do, derive some original content or thoughts, insights, etc. out of it, put it into the course or something else. So you can, there was this, uh, there used to be this joke a long time back, right? Uh, when social media marketing was just starting to become a thing uh, people uh, st- uh, kids can now finally say that time spent on facebook is actually uh, research you know so this is just a natural extension of that uh, i think so this is a and very all your articles that you come out with and you write slowly give them to a, a ghostwriter make a book on it you got one more yeah exactly right? yeah you, you can just start expanding on it yeah, as, as, yeah. as much as absolutely. possible absolutely so uh, so i've realized that this has some uh, this has some legs to it and again i think I, I, I might sound like I had a plan all along, but it never was. I think one very important, I think that might be a nice, uh, you know, uh, way to end up this whole thing is, I don't think any of my guests also, and just taking the focus away from me, I realized I was talking about me for a while over there. Um, I think while I admired all of them and while it definitely, while all of them definitely had success in their own definition, I don't think any of them really started off saying, oh, I am going to, you know, have this definite success by this point of time. I don't think anyone had any sort of plan. And if you listen to all of Amit's uh, interviews with his own guests, where he devotes an entire one hour just talking about their journey itself, uh, which is the first one third of his interviews. um, What is so stark to me is that very few people had their plan very clearly in their head from the beginning. I think the most successful people that I spoke to, and indeed he also spoke to, which is people who are very aware of what they were doing at every point of time, learning at each step of the way and having enough humility to change course, go somewhere else, take those lessons with them. I don't think anyone had a path. I don't think anyone had a certain chart. Like there are so many other shows also about this. If you've heard uh, the uh, uh, if you've heard Guy Raz's podcast for NPR, How I Built This, for instance, where he speaks to entrepreneurs. Again, many of them started off here and ended up completely somewhere completely different because of an accident or because of an inspiration that came from somewhere else. Very rarely was it, I started one store, store was success, I got money, expanded one store to five stores, became 10 stores, national store, international store. Very, very rarely does something like that actually happen, I've realized. And that's honestly speaking, a very boring way to 
<laughs> get to success i think um so yeah i think um defining your own success and also just being aware enough about where you are in the journey if that sort of makes sense um all my guests i spoke to for instance uh, i don't think like when i asked them to paint a picture back as to where they were when they started their career everyone had a decent sense of their abilities uh but then life throws various things your way you end up somewhere which you never expected you would be in uh so yeah just be prepared for that uh, little journey i guess as long as you're open minded enough and have enough humility about yourself to change back and not put too many eggs in one basket i think um yeah i think there's a lot that can uh, that can be done yeah critical so the first thing that i want to highlight from what you said was they knew where they were yeah right very often uh, either we don't know where we are right because we are floundering yeah we're just like basically chilling we don't really know where we are or the second is we're so obsessed with the future yeah. that we don't realize where our starting point is yeah, yeah. you know like on a google map you need to enter your starting point and your destination you can't beautiful. just say destination like that <laughs> beautiful that's that's so well put correct so you have to put that in and then the second part was allowing yourself to pivot mm. right like yeah. um, and we'll continue with the google maps analogy because yeah. we started off on that it's like if you ever try leaving pune in a car using google map Mm-hmm. you will always find a road that is under construction correct <laughs> right now you'll have to start going in another direction to try and figure out how to get out of pune the problem is that google maps still wants you to pass and go through that stupid uh, uh, no entry that is that you've entered in front into <laughs> yeah, right yeah. so you still have to then learn how to pivot and be okay yeah. with changing direction like you said changing tack yeah and well in hindi we can say palat 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 yeah. palat 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 yeah. right and when be okay with that and it is it is not a ego issue very often yeah. turns into an ego issue how can i give up on this nahi baba yeah. you're not giving up you're probably finding an easier yeah. route yeah. now that can find an easier route yeah. so if i may sum up that in uh, with a uh, with an unnecessary joke mm-hmm. you should know when your pilot is and when your pilot is <laughs> Feel free, pilot, that, feel, free to, yeah, feel free to use that. Where is your pilot? Feel free to use a pilot episode and pilot episode when you realize that you need to change your content completely. I, I love it. I like, love I like it. how I like how that sounds. Pilot episode. जी हम इस तरह के से जा रहे थे फिर pilot episode हो गया. Nice. Hmm. Also, I've, so, I've noted down uh, another episode that's going to come out from this, which is an idea, which was what is your habit ROI, which is where the yeah. discussion started. Oh yes, yes. I oh, uh, thank you for thank thank you for mentioning that actually. When you said ROI, uh, did you have a question on that? Sorry, before <laughs> because I just remembered something else I wanted to say. No, I was just going to tell our producer to remind me to make an episode on habit ROI. So when he listens to that, he'll tell me about it. So <laughs> habit ROI is very very important. Like how yeah. you said, right? What is the yeah. bang for my buck I'm going to get yeah. from this habit? Should I be yeah. investing? in this habit or the other one because all habits require time and effort yeah so to all my uh, or not to all of them uh, mm-hmm. to some of them i asked them do you lead a, do you lead your life by any sort of metrics mm-hmm. or something like that uh, some of them didn't uh, to be honest but some of them came up with some very interesting sort of uh, metrics like ashok for instance uh, krish ashok he said he is uh, he keeps a track of his a uh, content consumption versus creation ratio which i thought was a nice way of putting it now the interest the important thing to notice there is no ideal number for this for, so for him it's a constant experimentation in terms of which one gives him more happiness or less stress and i thought that was quite nice so i think having these sort of internal heuristics for yourself i think would be a pretty nice way of uh, going about it so everyone has these sort of internal metrics i think it's worth creating your own 
very very interesting one this is especially yeah. for content creators create more than you consume is a yeah. very very nice way of approaching it also reduces your stress yeah or yeah. Or, or it can be other way around right maybe you don't maybe the kind of work, like amit for instance i'm sure while he does a 3 hour output i'm very sure he does a lot more consumption for that and it's and again the idea is not to get to say an ratio of 1 or 10 or 15 or whatever it is right it's really about what works for you you know you might be the kind of person who is i know many people who are happy just being on twitter to consume content and they have never tweeted anything in their in their life fair enough if it works for you then great i mean i am not a f- one thing i've realized has been over a period of time is anything that is prescriptive in nature unless it comes from a doctor you should not follow it uh, which is like you should lead your life this way here are 10 things to follow so that you can become a millionaire by the age of 35 but i don't want to go through that stress i'm okay not being a millionaire by the age of 35 so anything that is like oh you have to read 10 books a day there are some fundamentals of course like exercise and all that i mean let's be smart about it but um anything from a productivity point of view and i think everything is so subject to so many things and i also find like many uh, you know when it's prescriptive it doesn't take a person's uh, background into account right like does the person have the financial ability to start worrying about these things from now so uh, so uh, goals for somebody who comes from a disadvantaged background would be very very different from a person you know, arguably like you and me who have a certain bit of privilege and all that right now so this is a completely different so which is why first principles like when in doubt go to first principles i think first principles is a phrase that you will hear at least five times across the uh, entire show, uh, show series interesting yeah. you know there's this um, there's this whole concept and you know very often i get asked ashtin what is the best grain to have ashtin what is the best fat oil to have ashtin yeah. what is the best every time the word best is used it means prescriptive right only do this yeah, don't yeah. do anything else why would you yeah. not have the best yeah so my standard answer which frustrates everybody is it depends it depends oh yeah 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 same thing so uh, i used to get into this thing of again this is a, this is a complete deviation uh mm-hmm. who which is the which are the best beatles songs like mm-hmm. are but if i say best beatles songs and like <laughs> like it will not be some so i have now uh, turned it into my favorite beatles songs because mm-hmm. then it's it is what works for me right uh mm-hmm. Uh, I, th- I think yeah i think that context is important it depends unfortunately it's a very frustrating phrase but i have said it way more times than i care yeah, yeah especially when you know on on my platform when we discuss nutrition yeah. nutrition to is like full everybody has their own opinion on it yeah. it is like how dare you say something like this about it my right? goodness people can get militant you know about ha, uh, ha. so right now the the, the current uh, the fight on my channel is about white rice and white what rice. is the ha, good bad avoid not avoid so on full drama is happening on white rice on it depends and that's yeah. what we need to learn Absolutely. and understand yeah. beautiful yeah super what is let's go and think about one last meta way of thinking that your guests have that if we start probably learning from or start thinking like that we can start seeing a dramatic shift in the way that we approach life hmm that's it's um i'm 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 actually trying to think i'm just trying to think of everything together to see if there's anything missed out i think to me honestly the you know figuring out what your own goals are individually i think that is the thing that makes the most amount of sense okay i'll end with i'll phrase something like this it's uh, something that two three guests said in different ways which is 
compartmentalizing your energy or dopamine does that you know, sort of make sense everybody like okay i think it was rohan who said in the interview that i did that everybody has a fine very very finite well of energy identify how much you have and then consciously appropriate it across various apportionate rather uh, across the various activities that you have to do you might realize that some activities increase that well of energy maybe exercising early in the morning actually gives you that extra dose that you need sort of like a video game where you just you know got a power up and suddenly 100 life has become 150 life or something of that sort and the same thing for interest as well like for dopamine for instance you can't it is impossible to be constantly kicked and worried about, uh, and you know enth- enthusiastic about everything and to do that on a day on a day on day basis so again i think some of this goes back to that self awareness that we were talking about uh, but i think compartmentalizing both energy and dopamine i think would be a great way to generally uh generally lead life and as long as you you know you're heading towards the right direction like you said i think what that thing that you said right as long as you're moving to it is not the achieve going to the end goal that is the uh that's the objective it is you know that thing along the way uh neil gaiman has this fantastic short story i forgot what it was called but it was i think it was called the mountain and it was some a uh, short story that he wrote especially keeping content creators writers cartoonists etc in mind which is go towards a mountain and since we spoke about trekking as well this is an i think a nice way to just wrap everything up which is you know as lo- there are se- there will probably be several ways to get towards a mountain maybe this route that route whatever there will be some deviations along the way and all that but as long as you are moving towards that general direction you will be fine right there will be some scenic routes that you might want to take right uh, which might you know take away some of your time but hey you will eventually come back on the right path if you learned something extra from the scene something nice great if there's a path that's going to take you completely different right on a completely diff- to a completely different mountain then resist that temptation and come back so identify what that mountain is in your life and go straight ahead i forget what is called i think if you search for neil gaiman mountain content creator i think you will find the short story i think it's available for free somewhere i saw an animated version uh, in a small book of uh, an uh, illustrated short stories that my wife has and she's a big gaming fan uh nice. so yeah i think that would be one way i would uh, end this up but i wish you had asked me this question uh, if you had told me that you would be asking questions right at the beginning because then i would have ended with everyone just asking questions of themselves to figure out their own sort of you know strategy life path and all that i think uh, i think uh, ashton if maybe that if, itself is a brilliant way yeah. which is introspection right yeah, yeah. did you notice that all your guests introspected Oh, 100% a lot because i think also so one all of them very very self aware two i think i asked them questions that not too many people have asked them before right because most of people would ask say a dimant parekh about the success of his business and all that not too many people might have asked him okay how did you feel when you went from here to here like you know uh, what were what were your thought processes that led to this sort of a decision what are the things that you learned from childhood that ended up you know in this decision today so yes there was a lot of introspection and again it goes back right introspection self awareness setting your own goals all that knowing yourself inside out i think is extremely extremely important be it with yourself highly recommend a therapist or any sort of help like that if anyone needs uh, needs it but delusion i think would be a very very dangerous thing uh, to be in so yeah as much self awareness as possible because i think it's important to know what your own you know what see at the end of the day what matters at the end of the day happiness is what matters happiness or satisfaction however you want to phrase it different people have different ways of phrasing it right 
if i get my kicks out of going and say cycling every day for 100 kilometers fair enough then i should optimize my life so that i can make that happen if somebody else's somebody else uh, the goal is just hustling and making a lot of money because they are constantly driven by that push as long as they're sure about that then fair fair enough go for it if that's what uh, if that's what makes you happy and is not hurting anybody else uh, so yeah i think that sort of uh, self awareness which leads to your own goals your and then your own habits and all that yeah everything else we spoke about just gets encapsulated i guess within that yeah, yeah. I think understanding yourself is so so critical. The yeah. way that you put it in, because I remember, and you were talking about money, right, right yeah. now, and when, and I was like, I was once having this conversation with my dad. We were sitting in Goa. We had just gone on a holiday, and I was saying, if we had sold all our businesses and we suddenly got say a hundred million dollars, what would we do with that money? Yeah, and like, is this something that you want? And he said, no. Is I said, is this not something that I want? immediately mental shift yeah yeah maybe that's not the direction in in, in our life yeah. that we're going to go and maybe that is not the way that we'll measure our success 100 million dollars yeah. iii any yeah correct what would we do with it fine how much do we need we need this yeah. much let us yeah. figure about this and then what else can we do to make us lives feel yeah. worthwhile i think it's also difficult especially in this country because we have been used to or at least growing up we've been habituated to success being a particular kind of thing getting high marks or studying or you know being a good boy engineering and then this thing that the mba after that and then earning lots of money car big city whatever whatever you know this but it doesn't always necessarily need to be that way and sometimes i feel that if i look back at my life the people who have actually followed their path are some of the most confused and sad people that i know and people who have strayed off the path completely people who i thought would be absolute losers have actually ended up being the happiest and most sorted people i know do they have the biggest houses no not really do they have the most money zeros in their bank balance well not on the right side of the number in any case <laughs> but at the end of the day what matters is how happy you are when you conquer and what sort of impact you've left on other people i suppose and i have no doubt that uh you know that's what i really want to learn well uh, that's what i'm trying to do with the show as well which is trying to figure out okay what are the decisions that made you go from here to here right like mm-hmm. i like okay I, i think a good way to end this also might be to talk about the last interview that i did which is a, with a friend of mine who's done a lot of work in social service mm-hmm. uh and the joy that that gives him and the meaning that it has given him in his life is immeasurable you can just see it in the way he talks you just want to hear him talk again yes tell me more about the projects that you've done because he just shines through in everything uh, that he does but um, you know i think it's it's just about that is just about figuring uh, what you want to do in life and going for it uh, yeah. despite what society says that you should uh, you should be doing sometimes it's a bit of a fight because you always have to push back and say no i don't want to do this like why do want to do engineering i want to do say advertising or i don't want to do advertising i now want to become a freelancer full time uh, but yeah as long as you have enough conviction uh, i guess um, yeah things will work out and if it scares you enough to it yeah that's beautifully put huh? if uh, if it scares you uh, if it actually a friend put it even better if it doesn't scare you it's not worth doing or you're not Correct. going to be excited about it if it hmm. yeah i think that's great career advice awesome i yeah. love this wow. conversation and i love the way it ended like, to yeah, scare everybody cool. Yeah, too much gyan happened but i absolutely loved it mm. that's what we are all about gyan yeah. but yeah. the thing yeah. is that <laughs> on the habit coach podcast the second thing that we focus on is after you got all this gyan do something about do it something. so guys yeah. if you're listening to this and you heard all of this please do something about it because that's <laughs> the way actually, you're going to see the growth. i have an actionable you asked for an actionable so i have an actionable my 
third episode, I think, was with Utsav Mamoria, who actually has put together very helpfully, he's compiled a set of six questions to ask yourself to figure out your career path. So everything that we spoke about right now, Utsav's written a lovely show, a lovely blog post, which is linked out to that episode, but to make it easier for your listeners, I will send that to you as well, so you can link it out to the notes of this particular episode as well. Perfect. I think that would be a great place to just start. Beautiful. I think at the end of this, as soon as you see it, go down to the link that uh, Deepak has put inside and notice what it is that the questions are. Spend some time, sit with your coffee, sit with your chai and answer these six questions. I yeah. think that would be a fantastic way. And if you need something way. stronger than, uh, uh, than coffee or uh, uh, coffee, then please go for it. Whatever helps you get clarity. Bisleri, na? Ha, sure. Sure. Hmm. Let's, let's go with that. Uh, awesome. Thank you so Wonderful. much for coming. Love it. Thank you so much for uh, having me on and for for this conversation. This is amazing. I didn't think that we would go on talking for this long, but uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. Thanks so much. Deepak, thank you so much. How can people get in touch with you? Do you want to direct people into certain things that you're doing? Yeah, sure. So uh, as you can see, I ended up uh, I ended up doing uh, quite a few things, but I'm reasonably active on social media, though I don't check as often uh, as I used to back in the day. Uh, Chuck underscore Gopal on Twitter and uh, at Chuck of all trades on Instagram are where I'm most active on. Uh, I do a lot of projects ranging from, you know, these podcasts and uh, my digital marketing course and a few other things. I've actually made a website just to consolidate everything together. So Chuck of all trades dot in is the website that I've just created a few uh, weeks back. Uh, so everything that I do is in uh, is in there. And yeah, hopefully you'll find something that interests you. There's a music group that I run on Telegram with a friend where we try to share one nice piece of rock or metal every day. Uh, and yeah, that might be a decent place to start as well. So yeah, all these will be on that website. So I hope that helps. Bapre, you're doing so much stuff. So interesting. No, all of these, Ashton, uh, they, they are all just uh, ways to keep me, if you notice, all of these things are just ways for me to keep up with things that I'm interested in. That music group, for instance, forces me to go and listen to Spotify's new releases so that I know what's up. So, yeah. Uh, Interesting. All of Passion these projects that grow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Deepak. Thank you so much for this conversation. And there you have it. That was part two of my interview with Ashton Doctor. Thoroughly enjoyed being on that show. It's it's a fantastic show and I've been listening to his episodes on and off and, and I would highly recommend uh, that you check them out. In fact, uh, it's very likely that my episodes for the weakest in the recent past that he's done. He's run some really, really good episodes of late. I uh, hope you enjoyed this. And uh, next week, I have something special for you. I uh, There's a simplified episode, my first ever, my first podcast, uh, as in it was still running with about 220 episodes in the bank. Uh, and I did an episode with them on Getting Meta. So yeah, <laughs> appeared as a guest on my own show in some way. So that is a very fun conversation is going to come up next week. Again, just want to to reiterate, Ask Meta uh, is something that I'll be starting two weeks from now on the feed. Mail me your questions, um, a voice note if you want, and I will try to answer them on the show itself. And that's a way we're going to try and keep this feed active uh, till the questions run out or till I get to interviews, uh, to the next set of interviews. So let's see how that goes. So I'm looking forward to listening uh, to hearing from you. And yes, see you soon next week with the third bonus episode that I have for you.